Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Disney Cast Member, where I chat to Disney cast members from all walks of life and, of course, all walks of magic. For today's episode, I'll be chatting with Georgia, who sprinkled her pixie dust at Disneyland Paris and Disney Cruise Line. Hi, Georgia. I'm so excited to have you here. It's worth mentioning that um, we've never met, but we have got mutual friends with Joey Curran, Jess Evans, um, L Sullivan as well. So all the friends. Name drop. He's going to love that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Who will? Uh, do you know, I, I, at the same time that we asked you to be on, on the show, we also asked Joey, because I don't know if you, have you listened to his episode on brunching with Bradley? I don't know. I want to say yes, but I haven't got that. <laughs> That's all right. Love you, but not quite got round to it yet. <laughs> She's going to get there. <laughs> Um, well, we haven't got too much time in this podcast, George, so I'm going to say let's get going with it. Let's do it. So you have had a bit of a crazy Disney experience because you've worked, and most people are like, oh yeah, I've worked at Disney, at Disney World in Florida. Oh God, anyone that heard me say Disneyland in Florida is going to shoot me. But um, Disney, <laughs> Disney World in Florida, then Cruise Line, or like those, it's normally Disney World first, but you've actually worked in Disneyland Paris and on the cruise ships. Um, so tell us about your inspiration for applying for Disneyland Paris in the first place. Um, well... I like to say BC before COVID, I was an actor. I like, hopefully I still are, you know, but um, so I auditioned for a vocalist role in Disneyland Paris back in 2015 for a 2016 contract. So I've always done the, gone, applied through the audition process and basically you just sing a song and if you are successful, they will recall you and give you material. So I, and do they make you do they make you act and dance and or is it just sing? Um, well, for the first contract, it was singing, and then it was a recall to come back and sing some Disney material, and then the final recall was like a group audition where there was a little bit of dancing, a bit of games, like a bit of team bonding, and more singing. So it just depends. It depends on the show. Depends on what they're looking for. And of course, yeah. amazing. And obviously, you're used to auditioning and stuff. Anyway, being in the arts, like it's like it's something that you've done before, so you're prepared for that part of it. You would think, but it doesn't get any easier. <laughs> <laughs> it's still like fellow actors. It's horrible. Still, they'll understand. But yeah, Disney for me make me feel the most at ease. It's like it's it's quite magical they do you feel like they actually want you to be there rather than you're just a number you know it's quite nice and that's the most important thing like you like at the end of the day that it's su- it's such a saturated field because so many people want to give their passion to this industry and that's what makes it so hard because you know that you can give your all but you also there's so many people doing that and you're like no but I can I can stand out I can do that so to be at ease at that moment when there's so many other people doing it as well is just the perfect situation yeah I feel very lucky definitely and then you get this uh you get this job in Paris had you ever lived abroad before not lived I'd done a few contracts where I'd sort of had to go away but this is yeah. the first sort of like actually relocating so it was quite daunting but I think I was just so excited more than anything I didn't really think that oh I'm actually moving to a country that doesn't speak my language <laughs> yeah you forget that when Disney's involved you do completely forget that you're actually going away you're like oh no it's gonna be a little bubble it's all gonna be fine <laughs> And yeah, but it was, um, yeah, so I was just excited more than anything. I was like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah. Amazing. And then, so you're the first um, 
I've had a couple of other Disneyland Paris uh, cast members on the show before, but you're the first singer performer that we've had. So this is quite exciting for me as well. Like I've, I've never, I feel like you're a celebrity. Like I'm like, I've never met a Disneyland Paris singer before. So tell me about the role, um, Georgia. And obviously you've done a few, um, is it a few contracts? Is that the way they word it with them? It is. So I did two shows. Um, one show was called The Forest of Enchantment, which I did two contracts. So I did, they basically were seasonal. So the first one I did was like a winter contract. And then the following year, I came back and did the summer season and I played the same role. Um, it was like the singer storyteller. Um, I like to think she's kind of like a Titania Midsummer Night's Dream where she kind of tells the stories. Ooh. And there was a final song, which I was one of five that got to be the first person to ever sing this for the public which was really special and uh, my second the second show I did which was actually my third contract with Paris was uh, Mickey's Christmas Big Band which was completely different it was live band uh, full of tap dancers and I was one of the jazz singers so wow that's amazing so was it Disney songs in the show or was it was it like brand new songs Forest of Enchantment, there was an original song, but then they were there was Tarzan, there was Rapunzel, there was Merida, uh, Jungle Book. So that those songs were included. But with Big Band, it's like Christmas songs, and if you, it's basically Christmas songs, like Michael Bublé's Christmas album type Got of songs. Yeah, and yeah. So that was amazing. Cool. And what was the what was the rehearsal process like for that? Is it quite intense? It is. It's quite long actually. It's like two months. Um, and yeah, it's sort of six days a week. Um, and you, we, as a singer, we were taken to studios just to learn. Like it was very different, the two shows I did. The first one was a lot of staging, whereas Big Band is a, a very heavy harmony show. So it's like three part, six part harmony at times. So there was lots and lots to learn. And we were sort of just shut away in the studio for the first couple of weeks before doing any staging at all. Um, so it's quite intense and then you're you're taken here and there for costume fittings and for medicals and wow. there's lots going on and that's mad and yeah there's a lot going on but it's 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 great fun and when it comes to like Disney standard I mean I've so I, I don't know if you ever watched Colleen Ballinger on um, YouTube but I was a big Colleen fan as well she does Miranda Sings and she's like um she's the actual person behind Miranda Sings but she um her first like performance gig uh, before she started YouTube was in High School Musical 3 at Hollywood Studios in Disney World. Um, and yeah, this is really, really cool. And she um, she said that like, there would be like people in the audience watching to make sure the standard was on top. Was that a thing in Disneyland Paris? Every single show, every show, you will never stop getting notes. It, until your very last performance, they'll probably say, before you go on for that last song, you'll get a note. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can't they don't miss anything really it's their job it's not their job to to tell you that you're good it's their job to find the fault to make it better of course and do you do you end up forming a relationship with that sort of department so that there is like a it's not like you said it's not a telling off it's like we can make this even better than it is already I mean you know sometimes it's harder you know there are some days where you you feel like you can't do anything right and you think why am I here (laughs) but other days it's just you know certain people you have different relationships with they're usually your dance captains that give you the notes or your vocal coach and for me I had great relationships with pretty much everybody yeah yeah. amazing and when you were when you were at the parks had you been had you visited the parks before like Disneyland Paris before yeah, I since I was five years old, we'd sort of do like a week, a weekly, not a weekly. That's a that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like a yearly visit to the to Paris, and as I got older, we did like 
Orlando and we're quite a Disney family. We did love it. So what, what was it that first time you end up on stage like singing, which is, which is a very tough role to get, like to actually be a singer at Disney, at any Disney park is a really like esteemed, I'm not, I'm not trying to make your head really big George or anything, but it's like, it's a, yeah, (laughs) but it's such like, it is such a rare role to get. So do you remember that feeling and that experience that first time stepping on stage and like, this is it, I'm doing this at Disneyland Paris? I mean, I think it's all very surreal. I mean, for, for me, it was like, wow, these characters are brand new for the particular show that I did. And we were like, wow, this, this is actually really cool. The new costumes, new characters, and we're originating them. Yeah. Like that, did, I think we all were like, okay, this is real now. And it's, we've got an audience. And we weren't sure what the audience were going to think of it because it was all brand new. It was all very like a bit of a soleil with like acrobats and we were like, I don't know how this is going to go down. And people were like, not quite sure what to take of it. But then all of a sudden we've got this fan base and people were like loving it. And it was like, it was just great. It felt really special. That's amazing. And then obviously your Disney journey moved on to Disney Cruise Line, right? It did. Yeah. I am. Um, it's Yeah, it's been a lot of Disney, but loving every minute. <laughs> That's what we're here for. <laughs> but yeah, Cruise Line. So I think it was around... Before I went to Paris for my for big band, I actually had auditioned for Disney Cruise Line and sort of knew that I was going to go, but I wasn't 100%. It was like, kind of, here's an offer, but we're going to let you know later. So it was kind of like dangling it in front of me. And I was like, ah, what's going on? <laughs> and yeah, so after I'd finished my contract with Paris, my third contract, a couple of months later, I flew to Toronto to start rehearsing for the Disney Wonder. Wow. And I, I know Disney, we have to be very like careful what we say, but when it comes to your actual um, work on the ship, obviously you said you went to rehearse. So tell us as much as you can about that. So yeah, I was a main stage performer, which is what they call the stage performers at Disney Cruise Line. Um, there's a character and entertainment department and a main stage and some of them cross over, but I was just in the main stage. So I got to be a singer actor in the shows in the Walt Disney Theatre, which was really cool. And I got to portray and be friends with Princess Anna in Frozen, which wow. is very cool. <laughs> that is insane. I was not expecting that. Like full disclosure, I did not know that that was, that was the situation. So that's amazing. Yeah, so it's very cool. And the best part about Disney Cruise Line is you get cast. And I knew that that was what I was going to Toronto to do. But you actually get, there are three shows within the contract. So I was like, oh, there's three other, sh- there's two other shows and I'm going to get to do something in it. So yeah. I, as it turned out, I, in Disney Dreams, which is an original show for Disney Cruise Line, I got to hang out with uh, Belle. And in another show called The Golden Mickeys, which is like an Oscars kind of award, award musical show, I got to be friends with Rapunzel and Snow White, which was wow. really cool. That is amazing. And like, what, obviously being a performer in the parks and being a performer on the ship must be a very different experience, right? It is very different. Pros and cons to both, but I would do either again in a heartbeat. I mean, I was supposed to be doing a second contract with Disney Cruise Line in 2020, but no. I was in rehearsal. Sadly got sent home because of COVID. So hoping to do it again when things pick up. But, Definitely. Uh, it's working in the park is is brilliant because you're on land (laughs) yeah you can you know walk around as you please and go anywhere on your days off but the cruise is it's surreal but it's it's like a community and 
family and you get to sail to just some of the most amazing places i got to sail alaska in 2019 so it was was a dream (laughs) that's so cool i'm so jealous and when it comes to rotation actually in both roles because they're both they're both quite unique roles in the parks what's your general rotation like do you are you i'm guessing you're doing the same thing but when it comes to like time of day and stuff is there like you wake up rehearse and then go on stage or is it just like we do the same thing every day we don't do any rehearsal what's the situation depends what's needed usually um you, obviously performers um winter time people get sick so sometimes you have to do contingency rehearsals they'll be like we've got to do a reblock and with the dancers the tap dancing in big band was so so great that people were getting injured it was it was a yeah. lot so they had to do reblocks and things so it was mainly the dancers had to do rehearsals but every so often they'd be like we just need to just polish a few things so generally it would be rehearsals and then shows and uh, the gen like once it's sh- a show day you get up you go into makeup and then you do sound checks and get into costume and you do your show amazing it sounds it sounds so great and like no wonder you'd want to go back like it sounds like to be doing that and like I mean like you said to be hanging out with Anna I mean I can't think of I can't think of much better much better things to be doing so <laughs> she she's a lot of fun she was very fun brought out the goofy side in me so that was great (laughs) love it Uh, to to jump on to the um housing side of things I do at this point I normally say RIP Disney housing but I mean you didn't live in the housing that's just closed in Florida so I do I I do know that they've all gone I because I have visited I can't I couldn't tell you which ones like I have been was it Joey did you visit Joey I visited Joey at his place, which was an absolute mess, like Joe <laughs> thinking <laughs> up. <laughs> but uh, I went to, I did go to um, a couple of nights out with uh, Miss Jess Evans. and she Always was- a great time. <laughs> yes, Miss Jess. Love you, Jess. Um, and I, I want to say maybe Chat- Chatham. Chatham? Chatham. Yeah, that's yeah. right. <laughs> and I, I, I think Joe lived in the Commons. Joe lived at uh, Vista. There we go, Vista. But I, I've, I've definitely been to a few. <laughs> so I almost feel, I, I feel like I'm an honorary UK Pav girl, really. I feel you like- are. It sounds like it. <laughs> um, and so when it comes to your Paris, live it like living. Obviously, Disneyland Paris isn't actually in Paris, is it? Like it's just on the outskirts. Kind of like Essex being in London. It's not quite. It's, it's sort of as far away as Essex coming into London. That's what Disney kind of is with Paris. Got you. So, yeah, we kind of lived on the outskirts about 10 minutes away on a bus ride. They, it's kind of like Orlando. They have complexes for cast members. Right. Uh, and, yeah, so I lived in a place called La Boiserie for my first two contracts. And uh, the sec- the last contract I did, I, I stayed in a place called La Pliade. Amazing. Yeah. And, and, and generally, did you enjoy the France living experience? I did. Yeah. I, I've always loved Paris. Paris, it was always a dream of mine. So the fact that I got to combine it with performing and Disney is my favorite city. So I would just always go back there. Anytime. The dream. Absolutely dream. Absolutely dream. The absolute dream. <laughs> Uh, but then also like just to jump back into the cruises again it's quite uh, like that is a living experience like no other right like living on a cruise ship for for a lengthy period of time (laughs) it really is you basically like live with a cast of 30 people you just can't like god love them all I adore my cast they're my family but sometimes like 
to get a little bit of peace of quiet, I'd put my magnet over my my little port, little you know that little peephole. <laughs> People wouldn't know that I was in. <laughs> I love you all. Sorry, but it is a thing that we do. Like, just to get a bit of peace and quiet sometimes. Definitely it gets it. I mean, like any living situation where you're living with someone else can be overwhelming, claustrophobic sometimes. And then again, being on a ship where you can't even get off when, like, all the time when you want, Absolutely. must must be difficult but as a um performer you don't have to live with someone in your room right right so it was always um single accommodation which was lovely but I lived in a corridor called which is great Hercules Highway Herc Highway big up the Herc Highway thing. <laughs> we well, I was basically it was a corridor under the theatre of performers so I was living basically next door to my best friends all the time so amazing and it was underneath the theatre as well you were living they called it Herc Highway, I believe, because it was Hercules's little cut through when he had when it used to be on the ship when he had to run through to get to the other side. That's so <laughs> cool! I love it. Oh, I love all the little like Disney tea there. It's amazing. And um, when it comes to guest experience, Georgia, I imagine there's plenty of times that you've had like amazing guest experiences. But is there one that stands out to you? Um, to be honest, um, as far on the ship. It's, it's probably going to go against what I would be expected to say, but one of our, I want to say duties, I'm putting that in quotation, air quotation, we used to help out and greet with the characters. So I would like chaperone our character friends like Mickey and Goofy and the princesses. And for me, that was amongst the guests on like a sea day. That was the most rewarding moment for me. Yeah. Um, seeing a little five, four, five-year-old girl dressed as Cinderella and her going and seeing Cinderella for the first time and you being a part of that process and showing her to Cinderella, that is something that will stay with me forever. Like, it's so magical. I think when you see things like that happen, you think of yourself as a child, don't you? You take yourself back to that moment when that happened to you and, like, how ridiculously magical it is. As cheesy as it sounds, but it really is. Because, and when you see, like, adorable little old ladies who put little tiaras on and they want to go and see Belle and they cry when they see her like it is it uh, honestly you don't have a dry eye I, I, I'm a, it's a sea day haven't seen my family for 10 months and I'm a mess <laughs> <laughs> I love it I love it uh, and then aside from the guests obviously there's such a big part of the reason we do it at the end of the day but um when it comes to an actual highlight of your time with the Disney program. I know it's such a big question, especially because you've lived in Paris, you've lived on the ship. Are there are there any highlights that stand out for you, Georgia? I mean, with Frozen, I'm never going to forget that the opening day was actually my birthday. So, wow. what a cool birthday present. That is awesome. Yeah. Um, and I'd actually, I'd never been able to kind of hang out with a, a Disney princess in Paris because I was always like a vocalist role. Of course. So Disney Cruise Line really did take my dreams to a new level. So that was very cool. That was a very special cruise. <laughs> that yeah. When we opened was like a birthday cruise and it was, I think that's got to be, it's up there. Yeah, definitely. Oh, it, sound, it sounds so amazing. I'm so like, I'm so, I feel so privileged to have you telling me all this. I'm like, I can just, I, I, I was just picturing you waking up and like, it's my birthday. And then like, <laughs> It was like a 7 a.m. start and they were like, get to a costume fitting. And I was big. I was basically like, oh, my gosh. And I was like, and they didn't even know it was my birthday. I think the choreographer was like, oh, my God, is it your birthday? And I was like, I think so. I don't even know. <laughs> Amazing. What a, what a birthday, right? What a birthday. Um, 
Georgia, I've got one final question for you on this podcast. And I just want to know if we could send you to any, sadly, I can't send you if I could. I shouldn't word it like that because I sound like Oprah. I'm like, if we could send you to any place, right? But <laughs> yeah, um, but if you could be in any Disney park, resort, cruise line, Disney area, anything Disney in the world right now, where would you go and what would you do? That is a great question. I, I do. I just love the whole feel of Main Street. So I'd probably say a bit of Magic Kingdom Orlando. Just, I just sit on the curb. <laughs> sit on the curb. <laughs> you know, just sit there and just have a nice time. Also, though, I have to like fellow performers. I just want to see any live show, like something like Finding Nemo, Festival of the Lion King. Yeah. My heart goes out to all those cast members who lost their jobs. I know. Yeah. It's such a rough time. But I'm hoping that, like, I saw someone post today on Instagram. Obviously, I'm not sure when this will go up, but um, like, Fantasmic's just come back up on the Disney World map. So, like, on the app. So, there's got to be some hope, right? We've got to hold on to something. Absolutely. We'll be back. And I just, yeah, I just, my heart goes out to all the performers. It's just a really bad time to be a performer right now. So, yeah. But we need to stay strong. We need to go and watch Ratatouille the musical or Ratatouzical um, and and <laughs> <laughs> and live our best lives and keep keep it keeping it magical, you know. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, Georgia, I just want to say thank you so much for coming on and speaking to me. It's been such a privilege. And uh, yeah, just a huge thank you to Georgia, everyone. Thank you so much for having me. It's been lovely reliving it all. Of course, no worries, thank you. Um, this has been another episode of Confessions for Disney Cast Number. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, follow our Instagram, and listen to all the other episodes because they are just as magical as each other. Keep spreading the magic, everyone, and bye for now. Bye.